dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host. And hello, everyone. Welcome to Blunt Business, presented by Strainwise Consulting. Thank you again for joining us this week. This week, we're going to talk about sustainable cannabis growing practices. And here to join us from uh, the wonderful province of Quebec and Canada is Sam Poirier. He's the founder of Pot Soul. Sam, thanks for joining us here on Blunt Business. I would uh, thank you and thanks to you to have me on your show. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Oh, very much so. That we're glad, and you know, I think uh, we're, people are very interested, especially when we're going to talk to someone like yourself in a, such a a hot button province like Quebec. When it comes to all the things that are going on in the Canadian legislation, it's so, it's always feels like there's a, there's a target going on right now with a lot of. Uh, a lot of uh, friction going on within the the country, the, the province, and, and the country itself. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit, but what I want to start off with first for you is to talk about Potsol. For all, all of you listening, Potsol is a family-owned business in Quebec, Canada, founded to foster cannabis education, culture, and a community to of like-minded cannabis enthusiasts. And I'd like to think we're many of our listeners are many much in the same vein. Now, you founded Potsoul for that very reason. Take me more into the mission statement and tell me how your company does just that. Actually, uh, the first uh, our first mission was to give uh, access to you know, CBD to a lot of people because I found that it was difficult to get access to good quality CBD and there was a lot of fake CBD or CBD that were just promoted on uh, social uh, social media and stuff like that. So I first I wanted to give access to this uh, amazing product but the thing is laws and uh, also regulation went really against uh, my mission so we kind of um, uh, change uh, our um, our uh, the wind change and uh, we want to be more like uh, the education and also uh, information place where people can come and also ask questions um, discuss about the subject so we're really more um, like a, we want to be like a pot doctor uh, for the plants as a agri- uh, as growing, but also when it's um, like using as an element, and at the same time uh, people would use it recreationally, and they would um, recognize the benefit that they get from it. So they would go from recreational to um, medicinal because they will see uh, the side effect of this pleasuring this uh, this plant that gives pleasure that also give uh, example that um, you want to go sleep so it can cure insomnia at the same time right so it's really like for me it's it's really like uh, it's a message it's like uh, i want to uh, spread the message and, Sorry, and, uh, no, no. the way that I'm talking. No, no, you're fine. You're <laughs> fine. We're getting the message anyway. It doesn't, uh, regardless of what's being said. Now, <clears throat> you're focusing on producing cannabis using sustainable, environmentally safe, and wholly organic practices. So talk to me about the importance of quality control and what kind of measures do you have in place there at Potsol? Uh, we have uh, not a lot of plants, so it's uh, 25 plants. So okay. it's really, really easy to uh, manage um, the security and also uh, the fact that there is no fungus or uh, insect and stuff like this. I'm, I'm more uh, into bioprotection. 
I don't use any pesticide, any um, uh, chemical product, even in my fertilizer. I can use sometimes mm -hmm. like um, fertilizer that are more chemical, but just when there's deficiencies. I never use uh, 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 nutrient in reality. I just use, uh, example, a spray with uh, the nutrient that I need if I see some deficiencies. Because I really believe that plants live very well off compost, vermicompost, uh, bogashi, biochar, like all the things that you can find in nature, not in, inside of, uh, I don't know, like process that are chemically uh, intensive. Now, I really love this statement that you put on your website. Quote, yeah. we believe in the culture, creativity, and care required to produce and curate quality products. We are not a startup trying to make our next billion. We are more of a wind down, using the slow movements principles to create products at a pace intended by nature. So take a moment to elaborate that statement right there and about your company philosophy. Example, I would take um, uh, a plant that I, I would choose. Instead of taking a plant that would be the fastest growing and also the lowest uh, time of flor uh, flowering period, and I would take, example, um, um, a lot of land races and uh, I would uh, just try different variety and at this um, uh, at the same it's, it's like a step it's really slow it's a slow process because I want to try uh, different kind of uh, cannabis that are really really different if you take example more newer strains they kind of they kind of uh, are more um, uh, uh, related to each other because all the dominant traits in the genetic um, fight to uh, win over the less the dominant traits. I don't know if you understand what I mean, but I like to um, take okay. different kind of weed uh, that has different kind of uh, cannabinoid inside and, and everything. So for that, it's um, for me, it's not about like taking the most strong or the most uh, um, popular product is to go more into the place where people don't really think about, like example, the cannabinoid CBG and um, other cannabinoids that are not really popular. I'm looking always for like weird strains or weird uh, uh, kind of stuff to get my my um, my hands on. No, but we, we need uh, more companies like that that are able to go ahead and be experimental and well, obviously much more broader thinking where it's not just, you know, we're, and listen, and, and all the, God bless the people that are out there that are looking to just come in and monetize their business. I mean, there's obviously those that are coming in for that, but for those that have a real, a real feel, feel like uh, feeling one with the plant and really wanting to just explore all the different aspects or, or all the different ways you can find different strains or find different molecules. I mean, obviously that kind of uh, feeling can really lead to, you know, finding, finding new, new things stuff. about the plant yeah, exactly. and, you know, finding exactly. innovations possibly. Exactly. Exactly. Not going everywhere where, where uh, the, the snow has already been uh, took out. <laughs> I don't know. It's an expression we say in French. It's like uh, when there's uh, already a path, I don't want to take this, uh, this path. I always been a little bit not obedient and uh, against uh, the law. Not against the law, but I mean, like, if there's a law, it doesn't mean that we need to follow it. You push back. You're not necessarily you're compliant, but you're gonna push back a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, example for my own uh, my own uh, crops, I always do tests because if I have uh, four uh, plants that have the same strain and the same uh, like from clone. I will try to do different stuff. Like example, I would put uh, bio biochar and uh, 
in in four plants and mm-hmm. um i would uh, in the next group i would not uh, put any biochar in the same same plant and see after what it what happened and since i'm not a big company if i'm uh, i'm i my yield is affected i don't really care because everything that i produce right now is for myself since i don't have uh, right now the selling license because it's really complicated in uh, quebec i have a growing license without my selling license but by doing um, videos online what is cool is i can uh, um, bring people more knowledge with all my mistake but also my um, not my mistake but my uh, my learning and also the good uh, the good stuff that i do that's really amazing i'll tell you i do appreciate your philosophy and i can i definitely can uh I really do get one with where you're trying to go with your attitude with things and and how you look at things. I really do appreciate that. But I gotta tell you, Sam, we're gonna go into the next uh, into the next segment uh, after this quick break. But th- what I'm gonna have to talk about coming up next is, you know, you're, it sounds like you're such a good-hearted guy, and it sounds like your company is so <laughs> well intended. But you're dealing with a real rough situation in Quebec, and yeah. we're gonna go through all of that coming up after the break. Please stay tuned to more blunt business here on CannabisRadio.com. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and a Approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The 2019 United States Cannabis Conference and Expo returns back to downtown Miami August 2nd and 3rd at the Hyatt Regency. Learn more on sponsorship and expo floor opportunities at usccexpo.com. Don't miss out on another jam-packed weekend of education, speed networking, powerful keynotes, a bustling expo hall, plus our can't-miss networking mega yacht event. Join us in Miami August 2nd and 3rd for the 2019 United States Cannabis Conference and Expo. Don't miss the boat. Log on to usccexpo.com and learn more today. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. And welcome back to Blunt Business. We're here with Samuel Parier, the founder of Pot Soul. And Sam, like I said before we got to the break, I, and I'm going to be a little bit a little bit heated with some of the things that I'm reading about this because it just does it does 
piss me off some of the things yeah. that are being done by the government and by officials and what's being said and you know it's people are so uninformed and this is again my this is my fight with the media anyway there's a deal with you know mass media does not get it right and they do not take the time to get informed and to give enough context for anything that's why on this show I talk about you really giving a lot of context to what's going on. So there's a lot of obstacles that I want to talk to you about that are being experienced in Quebec in Quebec in regards to Canadian legalization, of which there's been a lot of reports on. So I'm going to ask you these questions and inform our listeners that there's a need to be proactive and be aware of any obstacles of any potential legalization, state or national. These things could happen in the next place that gets legalized. It's very important to find out what's happening in Quebec. It's a very important uh test case for all of us a real test study case study excuse me so now first of all the Quebec government tabled legislation this week or actually last week that would impose as we were recording so this is a second week of Jan- third week of December the Quebec government imposed the would impose the strictest cannabis controls in the country raising the legal age of smoking cannabis or in consuming a- cannabis to 21 years old Currently, yes. Canadian federal law legalizing cannabis consumption sets the minimum age at 18, but gives provinces the power to increase it, and some other provinces and territories legal ages 18 or 19. The federal government has said so far that it would not get involved should there be a legal challenge to this proposed law. The Coalition Avenir Quebec government campaigned on the promise to increase the age, said it would follow through a bill that would see consumption permitted in all public places, including parks and streets. Now, the junior health minister said, and this is, okay, he's worried about the effects of cannabis on the still developing of brains of young adults, and the prime minister, Justin Trudeau, chimed in saying that, quote, an 18-year-old this week could buy cannabis legally, but in a few months, maybe he'll just have to buy it from Hell's Angels, end quote. Now, yeah. as your team yeah. or any, uh, this is outrageous, as your team or any I found of it's, yeah, <laughs> it's a prohibition 2.0, actually. So because, have you uh, or any other fellow industry leaders been able to make any headway to better educate legislators and citizenry to get the right message out there? Yeah, and the thing is also even uh, when uh, we promote uh, cannabis on our website, we really need to be careful also. We need to be super careful on Instagram, on Facebook, anything that we can post uh, that would be uh, considering as advertising, even though that it's like... Uh, uh, just um, your free speech. You need to be really careful because you can be fined from five thousand bucks to five hundred thousand. Absolutely, and this is the it's first scary. time, the first offense, not 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 the uh, second time, the first time. So I found it's it's, it's really like uh, the, the 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 Canadian government is like a, almost a street gang. I would say like creating a monopoly like that. It's 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 almost like organized crime. No, it's being seen. seen, And and honestly, um, with this show, I do want to just keep it. I'm trying to keep it apolitical as possible. But for me, it it is a thing where First Amendment in in the United States is very important to me. So freedom of thought, freedom of Mm -hmm. expression, freedom of speech. The same for me. The same for me. It's something that is. And that's regardless of any political slant you have. Everybody should be allowed to have the the chance to discourse, to to discourse and dialogue and agree to disagree. And for this kind of talk right there is just it's it's silly. Then the health professionals and, uh, have a problem. Another oh, thing that I that I found dumb. Oops, sorry. Go, no, another go ahead, thing sorry. that I found dumb. It's in the media. They always show just one side side of the middle because they know that it they, it, it will sell. There will, there will be a lot of ink that will be print on paper. That that's it. It's not even a, a question of uh, like uh, to to be um, to be saying the science or to be saying uh, 
the real stuff is just emotion, straight emotion. And we're going nowhere with uh, uh, the debates that is going on right now in Quebec. It's really going nowhere. And uh, Mr. Legault is, is really like uh, going just for the popular opinion, not the not the philo philosophical. Uh, uh, it's not philosophical or political. It's just like completely uh, keeping like his vote uh, in his pocket, which I, I found it's it's not for the people. Now you said on the premier Francois Legault, and he mentions one quote. I'm just like, it's just. It's so silly. Quote, I want to send a clear message to all young people. Please don't use pot. It's not good. It's dangerous. That's just an unfounded statement. It's not based on nothing but his own opinion. It has yeah, to be exactly. That. And, the, this, and when you say that, the thing is, when young people will take cannabis and will hear that this is bad, and they will hear someone else, like a doctor, say heroin or methamphetamine or any other stuff that are really poison and really bad for our youth they will say oh well the there's an important person said already that cannabis is bad so is heroin but in reality cannabis is not bad so is heroin so for me it's like it's really dumb it's like uh, a parent that uh, hit his children for a very little, little mistake. When it's going to be a bigger mistake, the, the kid won't uh, come his parents to, to ask for some advice. So the people that are in power are, are just propagand pro uh, propagate uh, some oh, stupidities. Another quote I have to give to you is John Sebastien Fellou. He's professor of psychoeducation and an addiction specialist at the University of Montreal. He said, quote, we want to say it is not true that science is behind this decision. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> again, it's just, why, is, it, is there anything that can be done to where, I guess, has anything been done from the cannabis industry there in Quebec, in Quebec to allow an entry into what you're doing and to kind of just let people see person to person in, in real in real time right there face to face find out what they're really saying is probably misinformed and, and off I think actually the only people that have a voice into uh, the cannabis industry in the media would be the social media not uh, being media because uh, example uh, I, I know uh, the Justin Trudeau it's like uh, uh, someone in, um, in on Instagram that always um, fight against the system. I don't know if you ever heard about him. Uh, who is that again? Justin Trudeau. N not Trudeau. Trudeau. It's a wordplay. No, Trudeau, no, no. but Trudeau. Okay, you can go look on the internet. He's <laughs> he's an um, advocacy. is an advocate of uh, like uh, cannabis that should be for the people. Right. And uh, also Marc Emery. I am sure you know Marc Emery. Yes. What? Yes. Okay, uh, he, he went in, um, in, in a dispensary, which is not dispensary in Quebec. It's a, a seller, SQDC. It's like a, the, um, the province, uh, I don't know how to say that, but it's a monopoly of uh, cannabis in, uh, in Quebec. And he went there to sell into the line. People who were uh, in the lineup uh -huh. who were selling to them directly just to get himself arrested. So people uh, from the cannabis community <laughs> would be outraged. And I found it was just genius. Like, yeah. we need to, to fight fire with fire because we, we don't want to, we don't need to be violent or do some uh, stupid stuff or uh, like uh, uh, being more like a uh, terrorist or something like that. We just need to be gentle and show that it's all about love and 
and uh, like weed connect people. Yeah, it doesn't do the inverse. It connects people. Like since I'm, I, I have uh, this website, but so there's so much people that uh, try to get con- that contacts me to say like, oh, it's really cool what you're doing, and I really feel the love from people. And speaking of love, so I, it's really I, amazing. I have so many good friends that I've worked with through all the years in podcasting and hosting here that I've worked with that are in Canada, and they're just honestly amazing people. And I love the country. I only wish the best. And so when I heard about the legalization here, I was really happy for the country and hearing all the things. But like I said, in this the the, the months leading after this, hearing the problems again. Another issue we've heard about as well, a recent report about a petition demanding that the Society Quebecois du Cannabis stop using single-use plastics in its packaging. And the petition yeah, proposes yeah. a refund or consignment policy to encourage people to bring their containers back and then suggestions to make the packaging out of hemp or assigning reasonable containers to regular buyers and encouraging people to bring their own containers. But in the first place, it should have been already thought about. That's true. Like, because it... It's uh, again. It's another paper that we put to like uh, say, oh, you pay the tax for this cannabis and blah 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 blah. But in reality, it, it's just to show like, uh, okay, you you obeyed the law and you did everything, and we got our money, so we're fine. <laughs> the moment that they got their money, it's fine. You know, I know it's, N- nothing was even. I mean, and they had the time to go through and think feel. about this, but yeah, and and also what I I really hate about uh, the fact that uh, they put so much regulation is that there's a big lineup of people that are ready to get scammed by some cannabis uh, advocate or some cannabis uh, firm that would uh, charge you like uh, 50,000 bucks for uh, doing some documents because in reality it's not everyone that uh, understand the document like um, uh, like uh, I don't know to say that, but to review like uh, documents that are uh, like legal documents that yeah. are complicated to read for normal Joes like me, regular Joes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> normal Joes. <laughs> no, no, you're fine, totally. It's just, it's, it's, again, it's just these extra, it's another obstacle, another, you know, like another hoop of fire to, to, to jump through, to get around and to be, you know, comply with everything that's being asked for that continues to keeps changing. It's like, it's like changing policy at the drop of mm-hmm. now. And, and I have a, a friend actually that work at the SQDC and mm-hmm. he said to me, like our client would really want to have some craft, craft uh, growers, uh, cannabis, but craft growers in Quebec would mean 600 kilo per year. So it's 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 a loss for someone who have, yes. uh, example, one hundred plants and want to do some craft cannabis. When we say craft cannabis, it's not uh, some granddaddy purple or Norton Light uh, right. that is uh, fully uh, grown at its full capacity. It would be like, in my opinion, something that uh, one company would grow like three strain. They would have three staple strain, and people would always uh, know what they would get uh, from this. Uh, company like example if you grow three strain one that is a ICBD one is a one one CBD one THC and the other one is a ITHC low CBD but they would be always the same three plants so people would example say like okay I'm fine with point point twenty five gram each joint or each consumption and they always have the same 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 uh, weed and the same so they they can um, adjust their um, their consumption to the feeling that they want. All right, Sam, before I get into my next question to you, 
I want to just go through some yeah. context because we're going to talk about supply and, supply and demand. I want to just inform the audience here about what's going on that they need to know. Now, obviously, we've talked yeah. extensively about the amount of companies that are out there. Listen, billion-dollar companies, a lot of acquisitions, a lot of investments. We've talked to a number of Canadian companies that are investing now, putting in new plants in British Columbia and Ontario and whatnot. It's like big companies. It's not an issue of making okay. enough plants for everyone uh, for everyone to handle supply and demand, but there's been such a suffocation in the pipeline that's being from all the legislation, all the 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 the, the, the compliance and all the requirements. So they've been looking at the other avenues. Let's see if we can move, take some of our stuff to Australia or to other areas. And here's the thing. So Prime Minister Trudeau spoke recently about the resistance to legalization and how it's resulted in a cannabis supply shortage, slowly disseminating, disseminating the that slowed the dissemination of legal cannabis in other parts of Canada. Now, Shortages have been pronounced in Ontario, forcing the province to limit the number of licensed pot dispensaries that will be opened in this coming spring. Yes. And then Quebec <laughs> itself having shortfalls in supply. Now they're reducing the hours that stores are allowed to open to customers. So yeah, exactly. talk to so me what, about what, what, you're, what, what you're hearing from other people and for yourselves about the supply and demand issues overall. You want to know what really happened? Yes. Yeah. Oh, please. Drug dealer, drug dealer, drug dealer gets a phone call and they're like, hey. <laughs> Uh, can you uh, uh, do again your job because uh, <laughs> the government is not doing his? So all the thing that uh, Justin Trudeau did and cry about, like he always do. Yes. Uh, oh no, I'm not supposed to say that. But <laughs> whatever he cried, he cried uh, about everything. So what's falling uh, on deaf ears? I mean, at least he's saying he's something about it. But what can actually can be done? But yeah. when when uh, when you other people internationally see what happened in Quebec and can. Canada and especially Quebec and Alberta, we can say that uh, Justin Trudeau is a buffoon. Like <laughs> in, the, in my opinion, there's not other uh, words for him because it's just like uh, it, it's a masquerade. It's simply a masquerade. Yes, we we we, we have the same problem that uh, Els and Joes or any organized crime. They will have their their hands on the the customer. The customer will get taken over by a. This because we don't have enough. Uh, like, who want to go uh, in the SQDC, move uh, to this place, and then wait for one hour in line? No one in Quebec uh, weather. No one would want to even wait uh, five minutes outside to uh, have some weed. When you can call someone, he will come with example twenty strains and other kind of drugs that is not only cannabis. So we again we're in the same problem. We the weed is not um, a drug. Uh, how do you say that? Like a drug that bring you to other drug. Right. It's not. Um, it's the contact that that weed bring you to the drug dealer. That the drug dealer have other product than weed. So again, we come back to the same problem when the legalization was uh, not there. And the same thing with uh, <laughs> the supply and demand with craft cannabis. There's so much people that as their uh, license to grow, but they cannot sell. Like myself, right. I have, a, I don't know, like maybe a, one kilo at home. And some friends are calling me and say like, hey, can I buy some of your stuff? And I'm like, sorry, man, I I, I just can't. I, I don't want to uh, lose my license for right. what, 20 bucks or something like that. And I could, uh, I have my, in, my tax numbers. I have my uh, Quebec tax numbers and my Canadian tax number. I could like just, uh, put it into the system and it would be money for for Canada but 
again, it's it's a loop. It's like Kafka. It's, I found myself in Kafkaesque uh, bureaucracy. I'll tell you one thing, Sam. What, what I do think yeah. is going to definitely happen, and you know, listen, you know, and I have friends of mine that you know they lean from different political spectrums. Those are New Democratic Party to those that are conservative, and all I got to say is, you know, with when it comes to the prime minister right now, I really see that next year, 2019, will be the year. Not only will he be the one to have brought legalization of, of cannabis into Canada, it will be the reason he will probably lose his seat as prime minister in 2019. I believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's nothing it's, fault of his own. You know, it's, it, you know, to quote from him, you know, it was his way of trying to bring cannabis to all people kind. But, you know, that's another story. <laughs> anyway, yeah. we're, we're going to go and come back more with Sam Poirier, the founder of Pot Soul. And we'll have some final questions for him and for all of you right here on Cannabis Radio. More Blunt Business after this. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches. Premium mixing and rolling pouches. Allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth sheepskin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. Are you ready to be inspired and educated by the best of the best in the cannabis industry while enjoying sunny South Florida? Then you cannot miss out on the second annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, August 2nd and 3rd at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. The USCC Expo welcomes all cannabis business professionals, medical cannabis caregivers and clinicians, growers and dispensary owners to join us for another can't-miss event. Sponsored by the radio and podcast leader for all things cannabis, CannabisRadio.com. Learn more at usccexpo.com. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. And welcome back to Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. And again, presented by Streamwise Consulting. And folks, again, we're here with Sam Poirier, the founder of Potsol. And we've had a wonderful conversation. If you didn't get to catch it the last 10 minutes of the last segment, just getting to go ahead and just tear into the the obstacles when it comes to enjoying you know cannabis in Canada and you know and I just feel for I feel the pain of all of you all the Canadians that are listening to the program I feel all I have is love and respect for you and I hope sooner than later that all these issues get rectified but now let's get back to somebody that's really offering a real positive deal Sam you're obviously doing it with Pot Soul one of the things I thought was really interesting that really stood out on the website potsoul.com P-O-T-S-O-U-L is your section uh, when you click on learn 
you can look check out The Curious Soul. And there's a lot of different content out there. Tell me about the content you have on there and some of the highlights that we should look at. First, I wanted to tell you a joke. Yes, that go you, ahead. About what you said, because you said you feel the pain for a Canadian right now. Uh, <laughs> yes. For this, but we should not feel any pain ourselves because we have some cannabis that has been legalized. So we should not feel any pain, but we, <laughs> right. we, we definitely do. So... Yeah, uh, what was your question again? Sorry, yeah, it was, oh, uh, <laughs> the, the Curious Soul on your website. I wanted to know about the yeah. content you have on there. and Tell us more about it. What, what should we look at uh, that would be interesting for all those listening in? Actually, it's everything that uh, is about marijuana. It can be like uh, uh, we will have a different uh, channel on it, like Pot Kitchen, uh, CBD. Uh, it's going to be all informative uh, um, videos about cannabis and also myself. So um, as Pot uh, but soul fan will be at the same time fan of, of pot, but at the same time, our, our goal is uh, that people want to um, know what happened with, with Sam and Pot Soul. You know what I mean? So yes. we say curious soul because I'm a curious soul, but if oh, you're yeah. um, following Pot Soul, you're a curious soul too. You understand <laughs> what I mean? So <laughs> it's like we're all a big family. So I want people to see themselves and myself. I, I don't know how to explain it without uh, it looks like it's a little bit uh, like ego freak but it's not it's like I I want to put myself as the curious person and all the other uh, curious or cannabis freak will see themselves and myself so sure. that's that's pretty much uh, our vision and also notice the, the product line I, I don't know where how you got the relationship with all the companies that you got but you you're like an Amazon of all different products from everything from uh, I said from vaporizers to uh, glasses to you know. Actually, oh, go ahead. Actually, we we uh, our team um, uh, sent me a lot of um, of product that we could sell on the website, and yes. I just decided which one that I want in my website, which one that I don't want. So oh. if it's on my website, in reality, it's something that I it's, it's like Sam approve. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like uh, there's my my stamp on it. It's like okay, this is good. That's great. Yeah, I see a lot of different things. And I know it's uh, from the USCC uh, conference of ours, uh, Candy Pens is actually uh, listed on there and they have a lot of good products. Yeah. Uh, and uh, before it was like um, the first uh, vape pen that I bought, it was actually from them when they were on the Indiegogo stage, when oh, they were wow. uh, still in crowdfunding. Yeah. Yeah. And I broke this pen in uh, in Dominican Republic. I dropped it uh, in a buffet. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was really, really uh, a very good vape pen like for real it was three and one so in my mind it was like okay maybe two uh like uh, the the, the uh, for for plant material would not would not be really good but at least like ashish uh, um uh, pen would be good but finally all of them were were good the the oil the uh, ashes concentrated the uh, uh, chamber of combustion and also the the um, the leaf material so i was really uh, really amazed so i really like candy pen as a company yeah no, and, and obviously and it's you've very good wide range too from grinders to bubblers to pipes to vaporizers you're all across the board so a lot of great products up there to go and look at that's really uh good also to take a look at that the products there's a lot of good products and obviously like you said endorsed by sam and Ponsel itself uh finally you know, when it comes to the website, when it comes to you, if people are getting to be, they get to visit Quebec, they get to go and meet with you or get to learn more about Potsdam, where can everybody learn more about you? Um, any events you might be going to? What can we, how can we learn more? Uh, we have an Instagram page that I'm, um, I'm really active on it. 
So you just do pot.so on Instagram and you can see uh, even my chicken, my greenhouse, uh, mm. my uh, really like a, a little part of my life, a little part of my growing, a little advice about weed, little advice about growing, little advice about uh, in general agriculture, uh, stuff like that. <laughs> That's great. Like awesome. it's really myself. I mean, <laughs> it's really good stuff. And obviously, uh, I'm just going to make mention on the curious soul uh, on the uh, for the videos. There's also videos that you do yourself. So if you want to learn how to make pot olive oil, or you want to learn some other things, uh, there, you have some kitchen uh, segments that you do on there, and that's really great stuff. And yeah, thank you. Uh, Sam, <laughs> it's I'll a learning you. process. Uh, yeah, to make videos. I thought it was really easy, but finally, it's uh, when I see like uh, people on the internet, uh, like influencer and everything. I was like, oh my god. These millennials don't work, but finally <laughs> they definitely do. Like, uh, we they just show actually their success, but they never show the work behind it. But it's such a big job, finally. Oh, I, <laughs> or I maybe can because I I'm more lazy than, than I thought. But uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But uh, seriously, it's a it's a big job. A lot of preparation for each video, each minute of video. There's maybe uh, like thirty minutes of preparation. It's really not. Uh, Something that I was uh, that was that I I put into the calculate cal- like in the <laughs> I I didn't thought it was like this. You're managing the time and calculating the amount of time it would take. Yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll tell you, it's it's amazing. But I'll tell you, please keep doing what you're doing. I love what you're doing right now. I like I will, your message. I will. <laughs> and you're doing great stuff. And, and obviously, yeoman's work. And obviously, we talked about a tough environment in Quebec. You know. To all, your, all the fellow French Canadians, you know, we love you and we want you to, we want you to be able to enjoy your cannabis, man. However you want to do that, we hope that it becomes an easier process and whoever has to do that, it's just, you know, the dialogue needs to happen and we don't need anything where people are not allowed to go ahead and learn about this. And some of those people that are talking, you know, that they don't know what they're saying, they're just saying it just to say it, uh, maybe to appease some other entity that's probably funding them or doing something for them. I'm not saying who, but I'm just no, thinking there's some, probably, some other online yeah, circumstances. Yeah, there's a lot of lobby. Yeah. There has there's to be a that. lot of lobby and stuff like that. Because Absolutely. I, when, when people say bad stuff about stuff that they don't really understand, you right. need to ask yourself, what are they winning from, yeah. this, uh, this, from this? So a lot of times uh, they maybe have a company that sells something that they don't want uh, cannabis to be yeah. seen as uh, another solution for their product or... You know, there's there's so much big issue about cannabis because some people are scared of this plant because it, they they can it, they can it it can take out their their way of making money if oh, they don't uh, adapt or they don't change. Well, I'll tell you what. What they need to understand is that this you know Canada is uh, set the precedent, the momentum for the cannabis industry and for more cannabis to be accessible to more millions of people each and every 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 year. That's going to happen. There's no stopping that, and people are just going to have to realize that. And they they should go ahead and embrace and, and understand there yeah, is a benefit yeah. to it. It's not what everybody thinks. The reefer madness thought is gone. Everybody should yeah. be aware of that. No more EPs uh, or a stoner into uh, right. is uh, is so far smoking weed until the uh, until the like forever. It's 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 gone. This uh, we now it's more like. Uh, Oh, it's a lifestyle of uh, I don't know. You're smoking uh, just before a, a nice lunch, and instead of taking two glasses of wine, you take one glass of wine, and right. you get uh, um, the same uh, social effect. 
And also another another uh, stuff that I would like to see a change in the world is example you ask in a, in a class or you ask anywhere in the in in public. Hey, sorry, um, I don't have Advil and I have a headache. Is someone has Advil? And one one uh, time out of two, uh, there's people that has Advil in in their pockets. Like it's not supposed to be like this. Yeah, uh, it's it would be supposed to be like. A, I have, uh, I don't know, food or something uh, that's like I'm eating well uh, before, so I don't have this headache or like people want to take a pill and uh, it's, it's done. But in reality, it could be done with cannabis. We have, we have to, just, uh, the word's got to get out there. More people just need to be aware and the awareness. And this is where I'm always, you know, it's like, uh, like I'm on a bully pulpit here and I'm thumping away and I'm saying, you know, we just need the right kind of people or we just need the uh, people that are just well informed and have great knowledge and can, and able to push back just like you've been doing that you're able to go and push back and you can confront and you can, you know, civil discourse and prove somebody wrong and basically make them realize they've been wrong about this and then they will open up and learn and really understand why we're in this business that we are today. So Sam Poirier, the founder of Potsol, thank you so much for being on with us. You've been a great guest. Really do appreciate you being on. Thanks to you. Our pleasure. All the best to you. So again, uh, learn more about Potsol. It's P-O-T-S-O-U-L.com to learn more about that. And for those of you that are looking to get your foot in the door of the cannabis industry, as well as entrepreneurs, looking to start their own marijuana business, by all means, check out StrainWise Consulting. Go to their website, www.strainwiseconsulting.com. And most importantly, if you go to them, make sure you tell them that Blunt Business sent you by and told to say hello. And make sure you guys get a chance to talk to each other and learn more. Thank you all for listening to us here on Blunt Business. You can download past episodes of the show by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.